I'm the Gypsy, and you're not. And this is the Rubber Biscuit Road Show, presented by Artist Alley Studio, featuring the artisan, handcrafted, and branded creations of the Gypsy and Mad Hatter at www.artistalleystudio.com. And now, on with the show. Episode 18 of the Rubber Biscuit Roadshow. I am your host, the Gypsy. Well, last week you got to find out what happened after uh, I discovered that my mom had burned up my comic books. You also got to listen to how I dealt with the retelling of that tale. And, well, it was just a hard time. Let's just put it that way. We won't go any further with that. But... This week, though I wanted to continue on with the story, I am suffering from a cold. Yes, that's right, I have a cold. And I'm absolutely afraid that I cannot get through this next episode of the Rubber Biscuit Road Show, or rather, the next episode that continues the telling of Shirley's tale, my mother, without, you know, coughing, hacking, blowing my nose, snot running everywhere. You know, you get the idea. Anyway, so what I thought I would do this week is we would just deal with a bit of randomness. We would deal with something that has been on my mind for a while, but it really came to the surface this past weekend, and it kind of ties in with my mother, and I will explain why. Donald Trump, the former, twice impeached, disgraced president, went on one of his road trips down to Texas this past week, and proceeded to tell everybody several things that just were unbelievable. First off, he said that he would pardon the unfairly treated January 6th rioters if, and rioters isn't the right term, he said protesters. And for me to use the term rioters, that's wrong. It, they're insurrectionists is what they are. But anyway, he said if he was re-elected president that he would pardon the unfairly treated protesters. First off, we'll backtrack. They're not protesters. They're insurrectionists. Secondly, they haven't been treated unfairly. The people that were treated unfairly were the American people when these misguided individuals led by Donald Trump thought that they could overturn the election. Next thing he said was that Mike Pence had the power to overturn the election. There is no time in the history of this country that the Vice President of the United States has had the power to overturn an election. Neither can Congress nor the Senate do it, nor can a President do it, even though Donald Trump tried to do it. He tried to overturn the election. He's still trying. He's trying with his falsehoods about 
elections being rigged, the election was unfair, blah, blah, blah. You've heard the story. You know what I'm talking about. He keeps telling his followers that the elections are rigged, that the elections uh, are unfair, that they're never going to get a fair shake in the elections. Well, so I have to ask Donald Trump's followers this. If the elections are unfair, if they're rigged, as he claims they are, then why would you go out and vote? Why would you go vote for Donald Trump? Why would you go vote for any of the people that he endorses? Why would you vote at all? See, it makes no sense whatsoever. It's a true oxymoron brought to you by a moron. If the elections are rigged, if they're not to be trusted, then don't even bother to vote. All you Donald Trump followers should stay home on Election Day. That's what you should do because the elections are rigged, right? Next thing Donald Trump did, and I feel this was the most disturbing thing of all, is that he told his followers that if they see the federal prosecutors out of New York or anywhere for that matter doing anything that they feel is illegal against him, that they should have massive protests in Washington, D.C. and all the major cities and all across the country because the federal prosecutors aren't going after him. They're going after them. And see, this hits kind of close to home for me. If you've been following the story of my mother and Never Say Never, an epic journey, you're probably coming to realize that my mother was pretty manipulative. But in case that point hasn't sunk in yet, let me explain to you exactly how manipulative she was. Donald Trump does exactly the same thing that my mother used to do. My mother would tell us that the reason why she didn't want my uncle to adopt me and my sister was because she didn't trust him. She felt that he would hold us against her. Sound familiar? She also claimed that the reason why she held on so tight and the reason why she, uh, why she wouldn't get the treatment that she deserved or that she needed was that if she did, she would lose us, that they would use us against her, that it wasn't her they were going after. They were going after me and my sister. Is any of this sounding familiar? She also used to claim that people like my grandmother, my Uncle Carl, or just incoincidentally, anybody that knew her had the power to keep the powers that be from going after her. They could stop anybody from going after her and putting her into the hospital. That wasn't true. It never was true. So you see, I see a lot of cross-references here between Donald Trump and my mother. I, I feel like I'm living in a world of deja vu here. Every time I listen to Donald Trump, I feel like I'm listening to my mother. Because maybe his message is political in nature, but my mother's was personal in nature. And both of them start with a P, and there's not that much distance between the two of them. I guess basically what I'm trying to say here is, and I'm not necessarily addressing these to this to Republicans, though I do have to ask this question before I continue on. How can anybody 
Republican, Democrat, Independent, Libertarian, it don't matter. How can anybody claim to be a follower of Christ if they follow Donald Trump? In my church, we're doing a thing. Um, we start a deal on Leviticus. And it's the book of holiness. And our minister, he, uh, he brought up a good point. He brought up the point that God wants us to be holy because he's holy. Now, God knows that we can't measure up to him, and we never will. So, you know, he kind of paves the way for us in order to try to be more like him, and to try to work towards it. You know, it's, it's kind of like the way I look at it, and the minister explained it different, but this is, this is my take on it, okay? When we have children, okay, we try to set an example for our children. Now, we're not perfect, you know, and we're going to fall short sometimes, but we try to set this example for our children of how we would like them to be. God does the same thing. He sets example for us as children on how he would like us to be. This is why I don't understand why anybody who's a follower of Christ, who believes and loves God, could be a follower of Donald Trump. Because where God is holy, Donald Trump does everything that's unholy in the sight of God. And I'm not being judgmental here. I'm being factual. Okay? He lies. How many falsehoods did he tell while he was in office? More than we can possibly count. He's an adulterer. He has not only been accused by women of, you know, being sexually motivated in their direction and sexual harassment, uh, just misogynistic, but he's also admitted to it. I know you heard the recording. Oh, I'm rich and I can just go up and grab him by the you-know-what. That's adultery. The Bible tells us if we think it, we've done it. And he's an adulterer. What does Donald Trump hold higher than God? Well, if you said himself, himself, you're right. Donald Trump holds Donald Trump higher than God. But he also holds money higher than God. Donald Trump is money motivated. Everything he does is money motivated. Donald Trump wants to be the greatest man ever on earth. And he wants to be the greatest man with money ever on earth. So Donald Trump holds himself and he holds the almighty dollar higher than he does God. These are all things that are against the word of God. I could go on. Donald Trump has a very long list of all the unholy things he does. This is why I don't understand why anybody, especially evangelicals, or anyone who claims to be a follower of Christ or, you know, love God, how can you follow Donald Trump? Because he is the most ungodlike individual that ever hit the public eye. But, you know, that's for you to reckon out. That's for something that you're going to have to stand before our Lord and the Savior and talk to him about someday. It's not up to me to, uh, to judge you. I just, I'm just pointing out a fact here, and the fact is Donald Trump is not holy in any way, shape, or form. I really do pray that, you know, maybe someday he'll see the light and his soul would be saved. I'm not going to hold my breath for it to happen, but I do pray that that would happen because that would be the right thing to happen. Because, honestly, I have no desire to see anybody suffer and burn in hell for eternity, but that's just me. Well, I kind of digress a little bit. Uh, 
my mother, my mother, I hope that she went to heaven. Um, at the time she died, she didn't know who she was. She didn't know where she was. Uh, she didn't even know that she's in bad shape. You know, one of the hardest things in my life was I come walking down the hall of the nursing home one day, and I'd been taking care of my mom and making sure she was okay. And my mom looked up at me and she said, I hate you. I don't know. Sorry, I don't know where that came from. I don't know why she said it, but she said it. And it hit me hard. And every time I think about it, it hits me kind of hard. But my mom was suffering from dementia. My mom was suffering from Alzheimer's. I hope she was right with God when she died. I prayed for her every day. And hopefully God led her into his kingdom. I really hope he did. But I won't know that until my time comes and I stand before his throne. And I can ask him or I can see her. Maybe she'll meet me at the gates of heaven. That, that would be really nice. I hope so. But until that time, I'm going to keep on keeping on. I'm going to share her story with you. There's two more episodes in her story, by the way. We're down to the last two episodes. Both of them are pretty long, so if you like if you like a long podcast, uh, that's what you're going to get. But for today, uh, I'm getting ready to wrap this up because my throat's really sore and my nose is stuffy. I feel like I'm going to sneeze any minute. I just wanted you to know two things here today. One was what my take on the former twice impeached, disgraced President Donald Trump was and how I find that what he's doing is dangerous. I find out how I find what he's doing is probably one of the worst things in the history of the world. And I also wanted you to understand why Donald Trump affects me so badly because I see a lot of my mother in him. I believe he's mentally unstable. I believe he suffers from dementia. And I believe that we're in trouble if the powers that be in the GOP don't start taking a stand against him and say enough is enough. We're not going to follow you any longer. And you followers of Donald Trump out there, please, I pray that you open up your eyes and see what he's doing. Just open your eyes up. Anyway, hopefully I didn't lose any of my listeners, but if I did, I'm sorry, and hopefully you'll come back someday. But uh, until then... This is your friendly neighborhood gypsy saying, join us next week for Never Say Never, An Epic Journey, Volume 1. It's been a hard, oh no, I'm sorry. (laughs) I tried to skip a chapter. Um, I'll have what she's having. But until then, may God bless and keep you and yours. Later, Gators. Bye-bye now. Visit the Rubber Biscuit Roadshow online at www.rubberbiscuit.com. That's www.r-u-b-b-e-r-b-i-s-k-i-t.com. The Rubber Biscuit Roadshow is produced by Tatman Productions, LLC. All parts of this program are copyrighted, all rights reserved. No parts may be published, reproduced, or used without the written express permission of Tatman Productions, LLC.